on the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry. I'm delighted to be joined by trichologist Claire Fulham, chatting all things hair loss. I remember then going, I'm losing a bit more hair. Like, I could see hair everywhere. It was all okay. over my desk oh, wow. and work, okay. everywhere. And so I went to my GP. She found five big patches on my scalp, one the size of my fist. So I was like, right, what am I going to do about this? Give me a plan. She just looked me dead in the eye and said, there's nothing you can do. I went on list for dermatologists. She had a cancellation and she very quickly said, yes, you have alopecia areata. As ever available on all podcast platforms. Schachten, an indo askelige. Lower and once you're in a Donald Donaldson lish and if I got in near lower, Jeffrey the the Danube. Me head will policy Schachten. Ian not a yana you need to really start the car lish no budge bug a shoot. Schilti, fis, turmi. Ni majigiri in drama honyal ama, tam majigiri majhen honyal ista. Schachten, find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Today on the Indo-Daily, Neighbours, the long-running Australian soap, is coming to an end after 37 years. So why is it such a hit with Irish audiences? And indeed, why do we love so many other Australian soaps? I'm Siobhan Maguire, and for me, Neighbours is all about the 8th of November 1988, and that's the day when I got to stay home from school by pretending to be sick, so I could watch this twice. Charlene Edna, will you have this man to be your wedded husband and live together in accordance with God's ordinance in the holy estate of matrimony? Will you love him, comfort him? Honour and keep him in sickness and in health, and, forsaking all other, keep you only unto him, for as long as you both shall live. I will. That's right, the wedding of soap super couple Scott Robinson and Charlene Mitchell, played by Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue. So whether it's Ramsey Street, Summer Bay or even 7 Gordon Street, yes, remember the Sullivans, everyone. Today is a homage to the sunny soaps of Australia. And not only that, because I found my tribe in the shape of Irish independent feature writer Tanya Sweeney and TV critic Jen Gannon, who joined me in a mutual appreciation of Neighbours Nostalgia. Ladies, what can I say? I'm absolutely gutted that Neighbours is ending. And Tanya, I'll go to you first because you've already published a column on how important Charlene and Scott's wedding was for you. I know I'm not alone now. You know, well, it was back in 1988, what was I, about, you know, 10 or so then. And, you know, Irish weddings were, they weren't particularly glamorous, shall we say. You know, they were, they were fairly one note, you know, and uh, I'm not sure they were actually all that um, filled with romance, you know. But I remember watching this and, you know, obviously there had been a, a Scott and Charlene courtship. There were these gorgeous flaxen haired Australians. And like, you, I remember watching this and I think there might have been a couple of fights. Charlene, played by Kylie Minogue, was quite feisty, you know. You know, and they were two kind of, it was very Romeo and Juliet. They were part of the warring families of Ramsey Street. So there was the Robinsons and he was Scott Robinson and she was Charlene Ramsey, you know. So uh, it was it was pure, you know, uh, Romeo and Juliet vibes off this carry on. But listen, the wedding, I mean, I think I bawled, you know, and I bought in hook, line and sinker to the romance. There was this baby's breath and Kylie Minogue's hair. I mean, she looked completely flammable you know um, the hairspray you could <laughs> smell did. it from Melbourne 
you know, God lover. And he had these frosted tips going on. And look, sure, I was, I think it, it set a blueprint for, for romance for the rest of my life, you know. Now, I wasn't particularly flammable on my own wedding day, but uh, I definitely, uh, I think Angry Anderson was pl- kind of playing in, in the back of my mind somewhere as I was walking down the aisle, probably. I mean, that's it, the, the Suddenly song. And Neighbours would have aired for us um, in the UK a year after it had kind of started in Australia. 20 million of us would have watched uh, Scott and Charlene get married. Um, I actually think uh, Charlene as mechanic was the original jumpsuit girl. Oh, she was. The original Dungaree girl. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. she was fantastic. But when we talk, you know, we're talking now as as fans, but sitting across from me, Jen, you are the ultimate super <laughs> fan. You have been to Ramsey Street. I have. I went, I dragged, I was at a wedding in Australia, not Scott and Charlene's wedding and not a <laughs> Scott and Charlene-esque wedding. They would hate me to say that. And I dragged everybody to the Neighbours tour the day after. It was a Paddy's Day party that we had and I can tell you there was a lot of angry people on that bus with me being like Monica from Friends <laughs> answering every question about Neighbours and then you were allowed to watch an episode of Neighbours while you were driving to Ramsey Street and of course everybody wanted to watch Scott and Charlene's wedding but I overrode everybody and said I want to watch the murder mystery one where Julie dies in the paddling pool and everyone was like what are you doing you're ruining our day already like like I'd watch Neighbours every day of my life from like age four to about like 23, I think. And um, I used to watch it with my mom, and it's such a visceral memory of like my mom coming home from like even play school and my mom would put Neighbours on. And it, it was like very precious me and my mom time before my sisters would come home from school, my older sisters. And I could just chill out there and watch, you know, Clive Gibbon in a mask running around. <laughs> he was like this very eccentric doctor, a young doctor. And it really like just was a whole other world to me. Like it just opened up a very glamorous world that we just didn't have in Ireland at the time. Tanya, do you have <laughs> any particular moments from Neighbours over the years that have uh, struck oh, a chord? Oh my word. There's a couple of ones that always just kind of stick in your in your in in the back of your head. I remember um, it was, oh my God, Daphne and mm. uh, Des Clarkie and Daphne. And yeah. Des and Daphne. And they were just this lovely, you know, very easygoing couple and God love her. She died in a car accident and um, I do remember that moment where she kind of she turned to him in her in her you know in her uh, coma, and she went, "I love you, Clacky," and <laughs> he started jumping up and down and going, "Yeah, she's alive," and all the rest of it. And unfortunately, she sort of flatlined, and it was a red. I think it was probably one of the very first times I'd ever seen anything like that on TV. So that was incredibly um, emotive and affecting for whatever I was, you know, nine or ten. And yeah, I'm, there were so many different ones like that. I mean, I remember uh, playing Jane, Superbrain had mm. a makeover. Now, they basically took the glasses off her. Do you know what I mean? And sure, she was only gorgeous. And uh, Guy Pierce's character, Mike, you know, uh, he, I think he kind of, you know, his, his head was turned a little bit. So you just remember all these, when you're kind of that age, these sort of plot lines really do catch a nerve, you know, it's, it's super interesting, you know, and of course the school uniforms were always short and obviously it's because, you know, Australia is sunny and, but there were these little short check kind of, yeah. um, 
little dresses. Sure, listen, when I went to school and you were covered head to toe in scratchy wool, you know, you just thought this was the Playboy Mansion <laughs> of, of school uniforms. I wanted like, you know to I mean? go was, to like Sign Hill. I remember I wanted to go to Sign Hill because they had a red jumper and because in Neighbours oh. and Erinsborough High had this kind of wine jumper and I was like, that is the closest glab. uniform I'm going to get to Erinsborough High. Never happened, obviously. Glab, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, in in between Lassiter's uh, blowing up uh, every couple of years, um, there were some really bizarre moments uh, in Neighbours. I, yes, I'm, I am talking about Bouncer's Dream. Bouncer's Dream. I loved this. And like, to be honest, Bouncer's Dream was one minute. It wasn't like a whole episode or anything, but it was like 1990. And I remember like, uh, it was... Joe Mangle's son said oh, something about like Bouncer and how much. Well, Bouncer was such a massive character. Can I just say I'll rewind on that because he was Mike's <laughs> dog originally, and Mike was such a heartthrob, and he had this dog, and he was like the firm dog favorite since Lassie. I think he was such an integral part of like Neighbours, and then he was given. He went to live with Mrs. Mangle Bouncer, and then had yeah, poor old Bouncer yeah, now had was a rough passed, life. passed around. You know, <laughs> he was like a joint at a student party. Poor Bouncer. Um, <laughs> But he had a love interest. He got, he was a neighbour, one of the neighbour's dogs was called Rosie, I think. And that's, Bouncer had this one minute dream where it was, it started with like, Joe Mangle's son said something about Todd, I think his name was Todd, about dogs having dreams and, and Joe Mangle was like, they don't dream. But then we went into Bouncer's dream where he was having lots of babies with this neighbour's dog, Rosie. And they got married, got oh in a God. Scott and Charlene tribute. And I remember... Afterwards, it lasted for one minute. I did think, like, looking back on it, that was in 1990 and it was the height of, like, you know, ecstasy culture. And I was thinking, where, like, the neighbors <laughs> writers partaking psychoanalysis. In, yeah, yeah, in some kind of drugs? Because, like, I remember, like, Annie Charleston, who played Madge, just totally ripping it apart while she was still working on Neighbours, saying it was, like, the <laughs> lowest point of her career that one minute. You can say that again, Bowser. Looks like you and I are the only real romantics in this household. Betty wish it was him and Rosie getting married. <laughs> Do you really think things are that serious between them? All he does these days is sit around and dream about her. Dogs don't dream, Dave. If Bouncer did, I reckon he'd dream about a big, nice, juicy T-bone. I mean, it is iconic. It and, is. Um, and, you know, we, we, we've we heard there in the clip of, of that particular dream because we, we obviously couldn't play a minute of just that quirky music. But um, I, I definitely would think a, a little bit of LSD passed the, <laughs> the, the stage on that particular day. Um, and so then the end of an era with, with Neighbours, um, you know... It, it is something that we get a little bit nostalgic and, you know, emotional about if we were a fan. Now, there's a lot of people out there who just w- simply will not be bothered at all if Ramsey Street is is confined to the graveyard of Australian soaps. Well, we have a huge love of Aussie soaps here. And, I mean, is there a particular reason, Tanya, why we seem to... to you know, love her home and away. I mean, Summer Bay is as important as Ramsey Street is to us. Oh, Summer Bay was, I mean, my absolute and utter nirvana. And, you know, the, the thing about Home and Away is it actually started airing in Ireland on RT like months before in the UK. And I think we as Irish people, you know, were kind of flattered by that. You know, we thought it was, you know, a, a kind of a, a doff cap to us. God bless us, you know. But at the same time, you know, 
like Neighbours was it was set in Melbourne uh, or Victoria and it was very sort of, you know, clean and orderly and suburban. But there was something about Summer Bay. It was sandy. It was, you know, the tans were like next level. <laughs> you wouldn't catch it, you know. And I remember watching it and, you know, obviously the, the action primarily focused on a set of foster kids. Um, uh, that uh, Pippa and Tom Fletcher had had kind of amassed in their in their home. I mean, and it Tanya, was lots of this was a production yeah. line. This was a revolving door of, of foster kids. <laughs> Each one unruly is the last. You know, they were all really colourful. There was nobody sitting there, kind of going, you know, like I mean, when when Charlene was the sort of spark plug of of neighbours, there was about a dozen of them in, and they were all killing each other. You know that kind of way. Uh, Bobby and Carly, I remember uh, definitely in in Home and Away at the beginning, absolutely uh, killing each other. You know, and it was fantastic. And I think you know in Ireland we had two channel land. Glen Rowe was kind of our uh, our our big soap. You know, and there was something about Home and Away. It was beachy and it was escapist. And as I no- said in my column, they used to walk over to the fridge and pull out these massive bottles of orange juice mm. and just start choking away. Now, if I did that in my house in Blanchardstown, <laughs> I would have been clipped across the ear. Like, you know what I mean? But I, you know, they were able to just do that. And no one said anything about, you know, am I made of money or anything? They all just seem to be made of money, which I mean, eye popping. Well, they had me, that caravan fair, park. You know? They did have the caravan park. Pippa oh, had, you did, that's she right. was earning a fortune off that caravan park, obviously. Like. <laughs> they go, uh, uh, that was more glam. I mean, yeah. I swear to God, pure bohemia. Like, we were like, know? bring us to Courttown, please. You want to be like in the caravan <laughs> yeah. park in Home and Away. <laughs> and perhaps that's another strand of why we love these soaps because you know uh, and 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 can I just say the 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 summer bay school uniforms were fantastic oh, J- just listen. just a simple guna it looked amazing. <laughs> amazing but then you know that there were kids <laughs> in in Enniscrone where there's a beautiful beach in Sligo uh, looking out at the you know the the gray skies and and the the, the yeah. rainy plateau in front of them and then there's these kids in summer bay running out to this beautiful beach with constant sunshine and I think that was kind of that level of escapism. It was. And you talk, like, we, me and my sister, God help her, I'm shaming her here now, we used to record <laughs> ourselves on tape doing episodes of Neighbours. Like we would just do, oh, this is Mrs. Mangle's death scene. And we'd both act it out. And I remember then we're home and away. We went on holidays to Clare once and there was a beach near Spanish Point and I had dungarees on it. And at the time, uh, Sophie, who was re- played by Rebecca Elmaloglu, she was pregnant and it was this big controversy in Home and Away, this oh, teen, teen pregnancy. That. Yeah, storyline. So I was walking the down. The red check dress. But I was walking down the beach in these dungarees, like put my hands to my lower back, like pretending I was pregnant at like nine years old doing this storyline with my sister about Sophie, like walking down the beach and just like the internal drama of her life. Like, and it really just took your imagination, like uh, captured your imagination completely because as like Tanya was saying, it was so different to Ireland and we'd been fed, like brought up with soaps like Corrie and EastEnders and God, you know, they're amazing in their own right, but they're all pretty much character actors, I will say in inverted commas. And these kids were just so good looking and uh, young. It had this very concentration on on youth and uh, those gorgeous toothy Australians. And it wasn't like the drab kind of dampness of EastEnders where if Michelle Fowler, something happened to her, you were like, oh, that's too close to reality. It's kind of, I don't want to think about that. That could be your, your actual sister or your classmate. Whereas like with Neighbours, it was, and Home and Away, it was Aspen 
aspirational and I do think that is the reason why a lot of people ended up going to Australia younger people because they were like I could do this I want to live there I want to be part of this definitely yeah I'm going to have my baby and Damien's <laughs> the father that's one of my earliest memories I don't know why it stuck with me from, from home and away <laughs> I'll probably have to edit that out um, I apologise to any Australians for that awful accent but actually it's, it's a very good point Jen in relation to the, the cast the young cast members and, and for both Neighbours and Home and Away it was a launch pad to international success I think I've done very well I've held off to this point in the show before mentioning uh, Guy's seminal work as Mike Young in Neighbours <laughs> I was about to walk off the set. I know, because you were thinking, when, when... I mean, who wants to be famous? It's all just a lot of heart. Yeah. And it breaks up friendships, too. Well, look at me and Jane. I mean, it doesn't last, either. I probably would have made oh, one payment on the Porsche, and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. Would be nice, though. The Kylies, um, Margot Robbie and Neighbours, Russell Crowe and Neighbours, Guy Pearce and Neighbours, uh, Chris Helmsworth in yeah. Home and Away, um, a massive Isla Fisher. I can go on and on. Yeah, it was. And like, there was a time when I was growing up that like, it was a pipeline to UK uh, like, and European success in music. Like you had Stefan Dennis on top of the pops. You're like, really? <laughs> Paul Robinson has a song out. And the but, twins. Yeah, the twins, Caroline and Christina. And you did think that it was something that was going to happen. It, it had to happen. If you're in Neighbours and you looked, you know, any way decent, you were going to have a pop hit. And I remember for the first time in my life, because I'm a lifelong Kylie fan and, and that's what happened Neighbours hooked me in and I was obsessed with Charlene and I it was like gem to me I didn't understand it was or bewitched it was like the first time I had to wrap my head around she's Charlene she's an actress but then she's also Kylie Minogue the pop star and I was like this is fantastic I get two for the price of one but uh, I think those shows were just a hothouse of like young talent and, and they learned the ropes there and then you always read those interviews with the, the neighbour stars saying they didn't actually comprehend how successful it was until they went to the UK or Europe and they were mobbed all the time and they just saw it as an easy way to kind of project themselves along themselves onto the world stage and it definitely worked for so many of them like yeah exactly um tanya there was a whole rake of uh, earlier australian dramas that clogged up our our television screens in two channel land for a long time sons and daughters the sullivans a country practice uh did you watch any of them do you know what? They all just seemed very monochrome to me. I mean, I remember country practice being now again, it was one of those things where I'm not sure they were necessarily pivoted towards a younger audience, you know, but a country practice was very, very slow, very bumbling. The Sullivans, as far as I can remember, had black and white credits, which yeah. meant I was bounced out by then, you know, but look, <laughs> smell you later on the old, uh, no interest. So yeah, I mean, there was, there were definitely loads of them. And I think, you know, Neighbours and Home and Away had a bit of a halo effect on them, you know, so people started to kind of, you know, all kind of um, Australian soaps then became kind of, you know, of a, of a certain quality, you know, or or at least perceived to be that way by audiences. So they all all the boats kind of rose, you know, um, because of Neighbours and Home and Away, really. And and I think, you know, things like A Country Practice or The Young Doctors or Flying Doctors or any of those. I mean, I still remember <laughs> the song of Sons and Daughters. I so mean, do it, I. It, was like, it was like someone having hemorrhoids. I mean, God help us. It was dreadful. Do 
we have a, a favourite um, Australian soap moment. It doesn't have to be neighbours. I mean, for example, mine is a character. It's it's Alf Stewart <laughs> and the flame oh and gala or taking a punch at Mr. Fisher in the school. Rue, Mr. Stewart, lovely day. Not Alf, though, you'll carry on. I'm a guard if I was you. There's trouble brewing. And I don't want it played out on my turf. And by that I mean Summer Bay. I mean, I just could not get enough of Ray Maher's um, character. And a fun fact, he holds the Guinness record for the longest serving actor in an Australian series. So he's up there with Ken Barlow. Really. He's <laughs> like the Australian Ken Barlow. They should do like a, a fight, like get them in the ring. <laughs> Celebrity death. Man. Yeah. So Jen, Favourite, but I remember like the funniest, because I was going to say this earlier on, the most controversial neighbour storyline, you actually wouldn't believe what it is. It was actually when, well, for me, I remember it being very controversial as in the only way you could signify if something was like that was if someone wrote into Points of View. And apparently they got loads of letters into Points of View about when Helen Daniels dies, like Granny Helen dies, spoiler alert, um, on the couch. Um, and Hannah, her, her granddaughter, Hannah is beside her and Hannah kisses her at one point and somebody wrote into to points of view to say that was tea time necrophilia and they shouldn't be showing it on oh my. BBC One at tea time and I'll never forget that because I was like what what is going on like very strange but like no for me it will always be Charlene I think it has to be because my heart well from the moment I saw her I think my heart just belonged to Kylie and still does and I you know I distinctly remember when she had her overalls wanting a pair of overalls and annoying my mom into getting me like a pair of dungarees uh, exactly nearly like hers and just being found finding my own thing because my older sister was into Madonna and she was very obsessive about her and finally with Kylie I was like oh now I have my thing and uh, yeah that was just changed my world 100% Tanya do you know it's fu- it's funny to hear that because I remember I didn't go for the dungarees but Kylie had in the video for I Should Be So Lucky a dress with braces on it and oh, unforgettable lads <laughs> let me tell you I scoured the whole of Dublin 15 for one of them and I managed it and then I was on going right ma'am now I'm having a perm and well that nearly sent that poor woman into a, into an early grave <laughs> she basically told all the hairdressers in Dublin to tell me that people under 18 couldn't get perms <laughs> and I was like what wait you know, such and such has one. And uh, so all I needed was to be happy in this life was to have the big frizzy Charlene hair. Mm. It never happened. I'm still sore over it. Continue. The rumour mill is is fairly busy at the moment with uh, the thoughts of Kylie and Jason mm. coming back in for the final episode of um, Neighbours, uh, which is the air in the summer, I think. And you know what? A part of me really wants Kylie to have that perm again, Tanya, because you will be old <laughs> enough and bold enough to go in and get one. <laughs> get a wig. Do you know what? Wig. I'm, I'm sorry now to rain on everyone's parade here. I am not sure Kylie is going. To, I mean, there was the, there was an anniversary show a while ago and there was lots of talk always I mean, they do this every so often. There's lots of buzz about Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue showing back up in Erinsborough. It never comes to pass, you know. And like, 
I, I mean, now that it's going, I mean, this would really be the final time. It would be such a way to go out with a bang, you know, and and a, and a, a two fingers maybe to the financiers who who basically pulled the plug. But I mean, I just I'm not sure I can see it happening. It would be wonderful and I would love it. But um, the realist inside me says that uh, Kylie is probably going to take a swerve of the final episode. I don't know. I think she's mellowed over the years about it. And you saw her like with the last anniversary, she actually went back to Ramsey Street and did an interview for Australian TV about it um, so I'd love them just to come back I'd just love them for like just in a car for two minutes just to drive down into Ramsey Street and then just say a couple of lines and head off it would be just it'd make my life actually I'd be ridiculous <laughs> like I have a club night lime and fancy I mean my friend Keen and our Christmas extravaganza we always call it um, our Christmas vacation we always have this massive screen behind us of Kylie and Jason holding hands and we always play especially for you at the end of the night and it gets so emotional and people lose their minds over it because it is such a special song for people of that age and yeah I, I just think it would be an amazing moment a pop culture moment if they came back well fair dinkum there to Irish independent features writer Tanya Sweeney and TV critic Jen Gannon I'm Siobhan McGuire and today's episode of the Indo Daily was presented researched and produced by myself with sound design from John Smith Archive clips include Neighbours theme tune sung by Barry Crocker and written by Tony Hatch and Jackie Trent, released on the Sony label. Neighbours clips from Grundy Television and Fremantle, Australia. Home and Away theme tune composed by Mike Perjanic and originally performed by Karen Boddington and Mark Williams and released on First Night Records. Home and Away clips from Seven Studios and Seven Network Operations. Graham Norton on the BBC. Sons and Daughters theme written by Peter Pine and Don Battier and sung by Kerry Bedell and Mick Layton. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review.